Professor Flimflam, she's Wonko, and this is episode 11 of the second series of Bar's Eye View, and today we're going to be looking at Here She Comes, Miss Amphipolis! Hey, friend. Hi, friend. Hey. Um, we're having a bit of trouble here with the Xena who lives in our house, who doesn't want to go and yes, be can... fed. You don't want to oh, go and be squeaking. fed, do you, Xena? Sorry. So sorry we're good parents who are feeding our cats. You so sorry. The worst. Jail for mother. <laughs> <laughs> Jail for mother in the tomb of Ares for 1,000 years. <laughs> <laughs> or until the US joins the Second World War. Or until is whenever earlier. that is. 1940-ish. <laughs> yeah. You know? so, okay. so, so if last week was the Indiana Jones episode, this is the Miss Congeniality episode, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, more or less, yeah. Yeah, so we've got a very pretty opening scene, by which I mean obviously mm. the beach and not the girls running with their boobs bouncing everywhere. And Or is obviously. it both? Maybe, you know, both. Both dot gifts. Whatever, whatever. It's the, it's the only beach in ancient New New Greaseland. New Greaseland. Yeah, <laughs> it's that beach again. <laughs> we have. We'll go there again. Yeah, yeah. If I may quote, um, uh, I was going to say Babylon 5, so that's not right. Battlestar Galactica. All of this has happened before. Uh, All of this will happen again. All of this will happen again. (laughs) 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 Yeah. So, yeah, they're on a beach. Which only a year ago was a a bloody war zone. Yeah. But peace has been brokered. Hurrah! Peace is broken out. However, Gabrielle finds a bunch of clams in some suspicious tracks. uh, And she wants to feast on these clams, which is unfortunately not a euphemism. This (laughs) is... 100% 100% literal, but there's lots of clams yeah. living in these dirt tracks that have been gone along the beach, which Zena says must be fully armed war chariots. Dun, dun, dun. Literally the only thing that could make tracks like that. Yep, there's nothing else that could have. It couldn't be just a cart that yep. was carrying anything else but other than war things. But mm. she knows her war chariots going along beaches. That's like she's done it twice herself in this very series. That's true. We had a whole episode about it. And you'd think Gabrielle would know that you too because she was there. Jumping from one moving chariot to the other. Oh, she she she's blocked that whole thing out. She's traumatized. Trauma. Yeah. yeah. Too traumatized by it. So there's girl. Yeah. So they're on the beach. There's some clams there, lol. And um, it's a bit of a clam bake because there's a lot of women. It's a clam. It's a clam fest. <laughs> a lot of women running along the beach with their boobs jiggling everywhere. My favorite. Very scantily clad. Being chased by our favorite trope. The sexual predators are Yay, after them. Hurrah! Sexual Welcome predator. to this family show. Yep. And so the, the, clam, the clam fest turns rapidly into a clam fight. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Rather than go and fight these guys, Xena just throws clams at them. Very important. <laughs> still, still yeah. not a euphemism. She can't just, she can't just fight. You know, she needs to be creative with her fighting. It gets her juices going. It does. We know that about her. <laughs> <laughs> I remember something I'm going to torture you with in four episodes time. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> I already, I already know what that is. <laughs> you get to be tortured by it for the next four weeks then, oh. until I eventually torture you with it live. Um, <laughs> so Xena scares off the bad men, but Salmonius is there too. It's our man, Salmonius. Yeah, Lord in, Seltzer. Lord <laughs> he Seltzer. has been previously. Yeah. Here we are. Here we have Salmonius in his fourth appearance. Fourth, something like fourth something and like last. Fourth. Actually, never. Yep, never appears in Xena again. 
Um, he does appear in Hercules a couple more times. Yeah. But, um, yeah. This is his last scene at appearance. So sad because like, it Golly. feels he it does doesn't it sort of feel like he was a much he, more he important a character than big, he actually big was. Big impact in a yeah. in a short window then. Yeah. And I think it's probably because a lot of like the classic Xena fanfic had Salmonius as a character. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You know, because like season two was sort of golden era, wasn't it? Golden age. It yeah, it was fanfic. You know, before Golden, the Golden angst, Age. before the rift arc, you know, before all oh, the... Oh, the rift. Yeah. Oh, God. Before China, I don't you know. I can go through all that again. Before all yeah. India, before all the... Before the show starts to go downhill. Oh, don't go on. Don't go on. Don't go on. <laughs> um, anyway, Salmonius's role here is that he's organised a beauty pageant. No, he's not organised um, it, actually. No, he's not. Oh, no, he's emceeing He's it, just emceeing he? it, but he's he's due to make money out of it, but someone else has organised it. Yeah, he's, he's it. profiteering from it. <laughs> yeah, right. So there was, yeah. like, three countries that were all at war, and here in this neutral mm-hmm. country, they've gathered together to have a... Uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, a beauty contest to celebrate Pageant. Peace. Pageant, sorry. Pageant. They're going to celebrate some peace. They're going to celebrate peace with mm. this pageant, and they're doing it here in this neutral country. But unfortunately, the beauty pageant has become a proxy war. Yeah. Um. And all of the the three warlords that had a, that had been at war have put their own um contestants in to the pageant. And it yeah. sort of feels like there's no way out now because whatever happens, they're gonna want to start this fight up again over their yeah yeah. You know, so it's a it's a flimsy excuse for a, a re. Mm-hmm. revisiting that war really isn't it yeah but the problem is that um a lot of like accidents are befalling people and like it seems like there's someone trying to cause sabotage, the, the sabotage it to... and cause uh, the yeah. war to break out again so obviously that's and what this is need. why salmonius this is why salmonius has called Vizina because he wants someone on the inside of the pageant mm-hmm and he, he kind of is explaining this to Gabrielle, and Gabrielle's like, no way, she's up in feminist arms. She's like, she's no, like, this is I'm, belittling. A, it's I'm a modern feminist. I'm not, yeah, I'm not going to do it. I'm a 1990s and, uh, feminist. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Third wave, you know. And Zena says, uh, do you know what? The man's got a point. So meet Miss Amphipolis. Yeah. So, so she she's up for the... She's up for the the, the role, the of, undercover uh, job, undercover. Of yeah, so she is the Sandra Bullock character. Yeah. She's Miss Congeniality, but she's she's Miss New Jersey. <laughs> she's um, Zena is very disparaging about the contest um, entrance. You know the the other competitors. She's very disparaging about them. She's like, oh, overdeveloped and under what was it like thick and basically like they've got they're thick with big tits. That's what she's saying. Um, she she actually could she does call them bimbos. Yeah, she does. It's horrible. Um, but it's uh, yeah. also kind of ironic because that was how Lucy Lawless started out. Um, as yes. a, in in beauty pageants in New Zealand before she became an actress. Yeah, and she was a model, yeah. and um, you know, so uh, I'm sure that that was deliberate to put in there <laughs> so that yeah. she could have that <laughs> ironic line, you know. Um, <laughs> Yeah, she's like Zena was acting a bit like a pick me girl there, you know. Oh, I'm not like other girls. I'm not frivolous like yes. these other girls. But she's got to yes, learn a lesson. True. 
This is the lesson that she's got. You know, I didn't think, to be honest, I didn't think Zena did have to learn the lesson that just because you're beautiful doesn't mean that you are worthless. Um, I didn't think that she had to learn that lesson, but apparently, according to this episode, she does have to learn that lesson. So here we go. That's that's what's to happen. Um, So she's (laughs) in the pageant, but the main thing that we got to learn here, the, the, the main best bit about this episode is how is how Renny O'Connor gets to once again go ham with a character. Oh, brilliant. Um, which is Love the it. sponsor, the Marquesa. Whatever the fuck that is. Marquesa of what? Um, but she gets of, to do apparently this... Apparently somewhere Italian, because she, she... No, is it not a comedy she... French accent she's doing? Oh, do you think it's French? I think it's Sorry, a com- Renee. <laughs> I think it's intended to be a comedy French accent. Okay. I feel like it is, but maybe it's meant to be a comedy Italian accent. Maybe it's meant to be just a comedy European accent. Uh, yeah, I yeah. think so. <laughs> Generic. That's European. what I took away from it. Hmm. I yeah. think French. I think it's meant to be French, but there you go. That's who knows. Okay. Well, <laughs> we'll let's see. let's put a poll. Do 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 one of our famous. I'll do one of our famous um, polls that we get six responses yeah. to. Yeah, that's what to do. Yeah. <laughs> let's do that. <laughs> um. Yeah. yeah. So. Basically, right, plot plot time. Zena has Zena shares a significant dirty look with a competitor uh, as she's walking in, and then they go and meet another girl who's about to play the harp, and who for some reason hasn't noticed the extremely obvious trap, which is a thing, a a a thing stuck to a harp string, which leads up and is connected to a giant crossbow that is that has been. (laughs) Screwed into the wall, you know. I mean, like, yeah, it's proper, like, raw plugs and <laughs> proper, um, you know. Yeah. This thing is like they had to. They don't had to forget get a... to use. Don't forget to use fixings appropriate for your style of wall. Yeah, they had to get a proper stud finder out. Make for sure this... you have anchors. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they had to get a stud finder out for this to like properly see where they could put the. <laughs> <laughs> It's a supporting wall. Yeah. So this is obvious to Zena the instant she walks in, but the girl just didn't yeah. notice it happening around her. This is a load-bearing wall. No, oh, we can put your crossbow on that one. No problem. You know, or like they construct to get the, the, the contractor ready to go. Tricky. Tricky. Mm. <laughs> anyway, so Zena saves her from being Anywho. shot with a fucking crossbow that she really should have seen for herself and is very happy about it. So give Salmonius the credit, because that's the point. Um, the next item mm-hmm. I've written on my notes is all the male sponsors are cunts. Yes. Um, so I think that was in reference to a scene where Gabrielle goes and meets the other sponsors. Uh, and they're yeah, so there's, there's four rich dudes in turbans and bejeweled. And it's yeah, just they're rich. all wearing the mad um, gold yeah. uh, circlets around their heads. Only three of them are sponsors. The other one is the organiser of the contest, right? Um, yeah. who's basically like uh, he we we remain neutral in the war blah 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 so he's supposedly keeping the peace mm-hmm. um yeah. and so Gabrielle goes and he, meets he's them. he's the one I've referred to throughout as stocky smug face yeah I mean should we give spoilers like <laughs> spoilers the guy the the guy <laughs> keeping the peace. Is actually the baddie. I mean, like, did anyone not know that from the we've, start? We've yeah, we've <laughs> we've know? been here before. Who we've profited been here from before. the war last time? Bloody yeah, bloody this blah. is a, a what yeah. do you call it? Um, you know the you know the episode where Romeo and Juliet 
at the start. Yeah, it's that one again. And then there was a an arms. Was that Mazentius? Yeah, basically this. He's Mazentius. He's yeah. the Mazentius of this episode. Again? Um, he's basically yeah. he made a lot of money out of the war, even you know, and mm. was not touched by it because they remained neutral and just sold arms to all sides. And he wants all yeah. that starting up again. So like spoilers for like half yeah. an hour's time because that's how the episode ends. That's how we. But I mean like. Shockingly, like we've sort of worked that out from the start. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's not. Yeah. It, I don't think it's subtle, but anyway, this meeting of the sponsors is is the first of several where Gabrielle gradually starts schooling these rich dudes on on how not to be douches. Yeah, basically, like you know, uh oh, so your competitor is nearly killed, and yet you're the one who was upset. Shocking. <laughs> Uh, very you know, nice. Very uh, nicely done. I was trying to. I was. I was trying to think of like a, a like a, a third wave feminist that she could recommend that they read, but unfortunately, <laughs> I've not researched it, and I don't want to accidentally you, recommend could a you turf. Pick, could you pick one who is not problematic? Yeah, problematic. yeah, that's exactly right. Third wave feminist who is not problematic. I can na- I, I can rhyme yeah. off a bunch of third wave feminists theorists, Same. but I don't know <laughs> anymore which ones. <laughs> are turfs and I'm not accident yeah. I'm not gonna accidentally recommend one. So we'll just yeah, have to imagine same, same, same. that Gabrielle recommended some texts yeah. for them to read. <laughs> anyway, mean meanwhile, while while Gabrielle's giving these guys a reading list, um Zena disco- Zena's in the steam room with the other contestants, yeah. the other the other girls, and she starts to learn that they're all there for actually quite legitimate reasons. <laughs> like one of them is there because if she wins her village gets to eat for another year. There's another one who has scars on her back, so she's escaping from an abusive relationship yeah. or from war or blah blah. The bad whatever. memories so, of war. So here, here's where here's where Zena learns Zena that actually. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But meanwhile, she gets locked in the steam room. She does. Everyone, everyone else goes, but but before she can leave, she she gets locked in. And there's a nice little moment where she she uses what she has available to her, which is basically her towel. So she whips off her towel. A nice little moment where she strips um, off and we get a big expanse of naked Lucy Lawless back. Yeah. That's what we need. (laughs) Oh, I was just looking at how she was using the towel. I I wasn't looking at that. I was looking at something else. But that that thing where you you twirl your towel and you whip the legs of the... Yeah, apparently that's what schoolboys do. She she does that, but she does it to open a ventilation shaft that she then presumably crawls through naked. I, I mean, know. that's tiny. I don't think that's it. We don't know how she gets out. Um, she well, gets that, out off obviously screen. That's how she. Oh, that's tiny. That was that's a really tiny out. square. It's a really really uh, tiny. If your head and your, if you can fit your head and one arm through it, apparently the rest of you will follow. I mean, if you're a cat, yeah, like oh, that's true. That's if you're you a cat. I don't Maybe think... that's what I'm thinking of. <laughs> no, it's not. It's never explained how she gets out. It's just she's missing. Like she Doesn't needs matter. to. She's supposed to be there for the first con for the first um, round of the contest, which it seems to me is yeah. just walking down the catwalk and waving. Yeah, and um, pretty much. And actually, round two is that as well. <laughs> <laughs> Advanced waving. Um, so everyone's walking down and introducing themselves, and uh, we get introduced to the contestant that Zena had the the dirty look with earlier, who is called uh, wait for it, Miss Artifice. Do you get it? Do you get it? I do get do it because get I it, saw Miss Artifice. 
I do get it. <laughs> I do get it. Okay. So Miss Artifice, um, uh, you know, is the one who locks Zena in the steam yes. room. And plot because, twist... Because she... Oh, yeah, go on. Well, plot twist, it's not because she's the baddie, but because yeah. she could tell that Zena um, immediately spotted her secret. Um, yeah, and she was scared of being outed. And she was scared and of being outed. You know, so Zena takes off the wig and it's like, ah, I see, I see. Um, so, but yeah. she's not going to out her. She's like, no, nope, no, nope, let's be the best person no. win. So that's cool. She, and that, those are her words, may the best well person done. win. Well yeah. done, Zena. You know, you're going to keep Miss Artifice in the contest. And um, so that covers that, right? I think we're expected to, I think we're maybe it was like being hinted from the dirty look from the start that Miss Artifice was going to be the baddie. Um, yes, because we we've also seen someone breaking into Zena's room, finding the armor and taking it. Yeah. As well. So we know there's there's some there's someone who knows going on. someone who knows that Zena's there. Yeah. You know. So yeah. that's all. Yeah. So that's all set up for later, right? Um. Yeah. So yeah. Um. But Zena does manage to make it back. She gets out of the steam room. Doesn't explain how. <laughs> she makes it back for the opening, right? Um, yep. But the thing is, right, uh, Gabrielle had been really against being in this um, contest at all in the first place. Yeah. And um, is now super invested in winning, right? She's her, she's so... Co- Gabrielle's yeah. like competitive <laughs> as fuck, right? She wants to win, right? She's super invested now in winning. She's like, well, we're not here to win. Zena's like, we're not here to win, Gabrielle. And she's like, but it, but, like, it can't hurt to win. I think it would be a good... Uh, I don't understand why Zena's not there to win because I think it would solve the problem. Well, absolutely. <laughs> but So Gab- Gabrielle, having having had her second round of feminist school with the um, with the dudes where she's where she said, um, have you tried treating women like real people? Yeah, have so you tried two. asking them? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then she's she's coaching Zena mm-hmm. to how to behave and bear herself. And, it, and it's basically... The power, the passion, yeah. the pep talk. That's good. That was a good part. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> the, the next scene involves Salmonius doing a cheesy musical number while all the girls dance badly in the background. I should have checked when Miss Congeniality came out because this is very like a scene from that, which is um, ugh, Bill Shatner singing the song and there being a bit of mayhem on the <laughs> on the stage. So it's, it's very similar. It's very well, in that case, that must setup. be that must Miss Congeniality must be the reference point for the Miss Universe episode of uh, Futurama as well. Oh, could well be because it's got the could it's got the well Captain be. Kirk character Zap Brannigan Zap Brannigan oh, yeah doing the song. <laughs> there it is, Miss Universe. <laughs> there it is, looking weird. Oh, do you know what? Miss Congeniality 2000. Really? Must have been modelled on this episode. Seriously? This is yet another example of when Xena has been stolen from? First a bug's life. It's very like. It's very like. First a bug's life and now Miss Congeniality? Fucking hell. Unbelievable. Although maybe it's (laughs) that... I just had a thought. Maybe they're both copying actual Miss World. (laughs) Or Miss USA. Or whatever. That's a possibility. That's another option, isn't it? Yeah, I guess. 
so we we get some nice throwaway lines in in the next round of of judging which is you know what who these girls are what what their interests are so one of them is oh i don't know she likes music helping people and sacrificing to the gods yeah and her favorite god is aphrodite get it last you get it last miss Miss Amphipolis likes I forget what else something something else and she she does volunteer work with her local Hestian virgins. <laughs> <laughs> I bet she does. Yeah, and it's at that point <laughs> that a guy, one of the other sponsors, stands up and is like, "Wait, that's no contestant. That's you know the warrior princess, right?" And this is coincidentally the same guy that she um slapped around earlier for being a sleaze on her. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um and then this I think this is our act to cliffhanger, ad break cliffhanger. Yes, <gasps> but um, she's been but she's then, been clocked. Yeah, but then Miss Artifice appears. We'll come back in after the Zena these messages. Outfit. Uh, it's Miss Artifice in the Zena outfit and says, "I'm no princess. I'm a queen." <laughs> <laughs> Classic. So yeah, I kept going back and and adjusting pronouns throughout this. <laughs> oh, oh no! So I had, I she. had put she. Maybe it's yeah, yeah. but yeah, be- beautifully delivered. So we discover that the person who stole the armor is Miss Artifice, and and basically they're they're each other's alibi now. They're covering yeah, for each yeah. other. Zena's like, yeah. what? So it's one, you... one good turn. Basically, like why? And she's like, uh, Miss Artifice says, "Well, you keep your secret. I'll you keep my secret. I'll keep yours." Sort of thing. So yeah, they've got yeah. a nice bond there. Zena and Miss Artifice, and like yeah. earlier on, Miss Artifice had given a heartfelt speech about how, basically, about why the beauty pageant was important, because um, it was all about sort of a kind of embracing the queer identity that normally in her normal life she has to hide. So yeah. I like that. That was good. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. And yeah. um, anyway, so that's round two. Round two. So round one was walking down the catwalk and sort of waving round yeah. two was walking down the catwalk and waving while Salmonius described your interests yes <laughs> and now after round miss, two we're, we're cutting half yeah, the contestants Miss Artifice's interests included knowing the scores to every musical theatre yes it was archery right. horse breeding right. and knowing the score of oh. every musical ever written um <laughs> <laughs> Different times, but not very. <laughs> yeah, so we so we get to the semi final. So we we cut our our pool in half, and surprisingly enough, the five contestants to be shortlisted are the ones that we've learned literally anything about. Yes, oddly enough, so the, the five the, contestants. The also rans. Yeah, the also rans have ran off. The five contestants are yeah. the three girls that are being sponsored by the three warlords, Xena mm-hmm. and Miss Artifice. Right. And everyone yes. else, whose names we don't even know, are not involved. Yeah. Um, so yeah, classic. Um, so then round three is supposed to be the talent round. We're missed the swimsuit round. Yes. Probably because they're just wearing swimsuits. Um, yeah. So round three is talent, the talent contest, but uh, Gabrielle thinks that Xena should sing and Xena refuses to sing because she's an artist. She's like, well, well I said Zena refuses to sing for plot reasons. Yeah, Zena, no, but this is actually so wanky, the reason she gives. She's like, I don't, I can't sing, Gabrielle. I have to, I can only sing when something moves me. 
you know, it's just like, mate, fucking get a life. You can carry a tune in a bucket. (laughs) Listen, anyone who's got any talent at all would win this contest because we see later. Tell you what, Meg would have sung. (laughs) Meg would definitely have sung. Meg would have done a drinking song. Um, 99 bottles of beer beer on the wall. 99 bottles of beer. (laughs) 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 More Meg, Um, more Meg. Anyway, so just as Zena thinks of an idea for her talent, right? And Later on, we see what her what her great idea for her talent is, and it is just sword fighting. So it's like I don't know why it was a big mystery about what exactly she's talented at. Um, Me neither. So okay, and also you're trying not to out yourself as a warrior, and yet you're going to go on stage and do yeah. sword fighting as your talent. But whatever, uh, she never gets to do it anyway, so it doesn't matter. Um, but so well, just as Zena goes off to practice that, Gabrielle is called back to another meeting of what I've called the toxic masculinity trio. Um, because they're now all pissed off because basically they feel emasculated by the presence of Miss Artifice who tricked them by wearing Xena's costume and they're all like we don't like this, where our pride has been damaged by being made to look like fucking morons (laughs) and Gabrielle goes in and her her accent slips she gets so fucking annoyed with them yeah she slips, <laughs> into, nice. she slips back into Texan and um yeah yeah <laughs> um and then anyway so Zena's off practicing her talent which is as I said sword fighting but she's practicing down on the beach and for some reason the girl who was playing the harp earlier is also at the beach and she's dragged Miss her Massini fucking that's it she's dragged, dragged her massive fucking, fucking harp to the harps, beach <laughs> harps are heavy <laughs> They are I knew big you'd pick up on that as well. Fucking heavy uh, things. Well, she's having a little cry in the dunes with her harp. Yeah, basically, as you do. And it, and it's and all because her her boyfriend's a bit of a douche and he's a bit coercive and only thinks she's pretty and he made her do it and she doesn't really want to do the contest. Blah, yeah, blah, 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 blah. And then this is where Zena learns the the sort sort of. Um, reasoning behind everyone else entering the contest and she's like well if you don't want to do it what are you doing yeah. it for and she's like well um this is the thing xena uh, sometimes people do things they don't want to do for reasons <laughs> yeah actually for money like work yeah. sometimes people uh-huh. don't have a lot of choices in their lives and Zena's like oh yeah wait yeah. other people Nothing have different like lives than i do gosh i didn't know that <laughs> My experience is not universal. My eyes have been opened. Um. <laughs> so whatever. Um. So yeah, it's talent time. Now yeah. I think that the talent show is hilariously bad. What do you think? Oh yeah, <laughs> deliberately hilariously bad. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like the harp girl, she can't play. Yeah, she's terrible. Um, <laughs> Miss, Miss, and then Miss Artifice does Artifice um, is ribbon movement it, yeah like Miss Artifice is talent if she could do it is a talented thing it's rhythmic rhythmic gymnastics or whatever is it rhythmic that's gymnastics? what it's called yeah with the ribbons yeah I think so um, but she's shit at it and yeah. t- like ties herself up with her own ribbons <laughs> 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 and then the next one in is a, a fucking snake charmer she's got to charm a snake oh, now yeah. it's a plastic snake so I think we're alright um <laughs> it's a fucking cobra. But we we have we have seen 
somewhere between scenes, we've seen some surreptitious soaring going yeah. on so near the, the stage. We, could, we couldn't see what was going on, but yeah. yeah. There's a beam up above. Um, uh, and I love this line of Salmonius. It's like, uh, Zena comes and goes, how's the talent show going? And, Sal- and Salmonius says, uh, nothing a hook couldn't solve. <laughs> So he, but he's like rushing through this talent show, right? And Cena's like, "What are you rushing yeah. for?" And uh, he points to the guy that we've already spoiled as the baddie. Sorry about that, lads. Yeah, uh, and yeah. says, "It's not me. It's him." Stuck he's, his mug face. He's yeah, running the schedule here. And then Cena looks up, mm. sees the suspicious beam that is obviously about to fall. Well, she she sees that Stucky Smugface is looking up at this beam, so she mm. looks up and sees what's going yes. on. That's right. Yes, and then obviously jumps in and saves um, Snake Charmer from being crushed by this giant beam. Um, yeah. Now the sponsor of Snake Charmer had said that if he, if she developed so much as a hangnail, he would like soak the beach in blood. You know, so obviously, kind of important. Yeah. You know, that's why yeah. that's why she so, was the next. Um, so that crisis averted for now. Yeah, she was the next potential mm. victim. You know, yeah. Um. So that was her talent. Actually, they all applaud her. That's her talent, saving her from the snake charmer. She didn't have to do her. Didn't have to do yeah. her thing after all. Yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, behind the scenes, the sponsors are being picked off one by one. This must be a little bit later. Yeah, it's like, like that night. So yeah. They were all in the audience. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, so someone's stalking the the castle at night, picking off the sponsors by bonking them on the head with an oar or something. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And we we keep seeing this the, the suspicious shifty matron, don't we? We haven't really re- really talked about her because she ends up not being very interesting. But she's there's a red herring. Well, she hates everyone basically. Yeah. She earlier on yeah. earlier like, she's basically like she's like a, a woman of average attractiveness and middle age mm. who hates other yeah. women for being better looking than her. You know, so like a not very in- just sort of a yeah. not very interesting character to be honest. You know. Yeah, um, I think I think she's there as a, a red herring, but we don't really care about her. Yeah, sort of like. Wish I'd not mentioned her now. <laughs> uh, my opinion on this, like, is like you know that joke. She's really pretty. Oh, don't say that about yourself. You're pretty too. And you're like, I'm not jealous, Jim. I'm gay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyway, guess who was bonking the dudes on the head? Well, well, it's a it's a big mystery, but Zena's in a room and the bad guy comes in and is like, "I would stake my life that you would win," uh, and he can't have that because, um, you know, her he winning her winning would sort of war, solve the problem. War is war is what brought prosperity to Switzerland. I mean, to this to Switzerland, situation. yeah, yeah. <laughs> War. What is it good for? Apparently, enriching um, neutral neighbours that sell to all um, yeah. parties. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so. So yeah. Oh, and he 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 does some quite unpleasant stroking his dagger along is, her wig and down her cleavage, and it's horrid. It's really horrible. You know, it's like it is really really gross it's and like creepy and vile. His dialogue is really gross as well. Like I had no idea that beauty yeah. pageant contest could be more. Than the sum of their well assembled parts. 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 And that is basically Xena's reaction as well, because she she goes full (sighs) Xena Warrior Barbie on him. 
And she she's kind of she's kind of fighting in character as this bimbo. Yeah, and kind of you know whacking, saying, "Don't hate me because I'm beautiful." Oh yeah, what a line! It's already enough. <laughs> but um, yeah, so yes. she gets him to basically reveal his nefarious scheme, mm. and then reveals that the three guys that he'd been tricking, she's got them under the table. Um. With so gags heard on his confession, they've all heard it. Yep. So it's going to solve the problem, um, <laughs> and it's now time for the winner of the contest to be declared. Yes, yes. You know who Salmonius is like? Um, he's like a thingy from The Sound of Music. Max, her Detweiler. Yes, yes <laughs> it is. You know, Max. Yes, it is. sometimes That's very good. I don't believe I know you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it's like you know, it's the end of the contest. Yeah. You've got to announce it. The family von Trapp, and are they here? No. And here we're trying to announce the winner, Miss Amphipolis, but she's not here because Cena's put her costume, put her real outfit back on, and she yes. comes down and says, Do "You and know she what?" She says, "Miss Amphipolis has withdrawn from the contest." But she wants to thank you all for teaching her a lesson that um, attractive women aren't stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so, Which you would have thought she would know she being one. She would know that. And travelling with one. Yeah. <laughs> You'd think she would know. Um, yeah. Whatever. And having so, a nemesis as one. Yeah. Basically, However, anyway. you'd, think, you'd think it was a lesson she knew, but apparently it's something mm-hmm. one she needed to learn from all these beauty pageant yeah. types. So... Basically, right, the story is that if the winner of the contest cannot perform her duties, blah, 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 then it'll go to the first runner-up, and so on, and so on, and so on. Mm-hmm. So, it's... So, Miss Simphipolis isn't there, so I guess the winner is... And then the one who's going to be the winner is like, no, I quit this contest. I thought that I, yeah, I've learned so something quite... from Miss Amphipolis too. <laughs> <laughs> so quite by coincidence, they withdraw in order of their ranking. Yes, which is yes. At no point announced. Absolutely, yeah. So it's Miss. So they also know their own pecking order. Yeah, Miss Spiros is it first, or is Spiros. that Pokemon Spiros? Whatever. Um, no, it's Miss Skiros, which I, I thought was a, a Icelandic yogurt, isn't it? That's Skier, yeah, you're thinking of. Oh, yes, yes, you're right. <laughs> so, yeah, it's the Snake Charmer. Uh, Miss Massini and Miss Parnassus. Yeah, so the Snake Charmer goes first, mm. right? She's out. Next, yep. the next one to go out is um, the Harp Girl. Um, yep. And she's the only one whose sponsor isn't an, uh, an irredeemable cock bag um, because he's yeah, learned he, a little bit from that... Gabrielle. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and he applauds her for for quitting. Yeah, and like defends her, defends her yeah. against anyone who might um have some sort of problem with it. Uh, so that was so nice. So Simonius works his way through the four who who withdrawn before he can say so. So that means our winner is Miss Artifice grabs the crown from him. Well, she's the <laughs> last one I'm left. Validated. If yeah. I may, if I may, quote Homer Simpson. Default. You may. The two sweetest words in the English language. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, she gets through the lot. Uh, uh, like all five of them, all f- four of them drop out. <laughs> and so the winner of yeah. this known world, which I love, is a I I fucking love that. Yeah. 
I absolutely yeah. love Known World as as the title of it, right? It's so I, I mean like I could I yeah. could explain the it's joke. Again, but it's meta. It would we ruin talked it. about it being meta. Um yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I love that. That's amazing. Um and there we go, it's Miss Artifice who is the winner. And it ends on uh Miss Artifice calling Xena over to sort of like share her spotlight with Stand her. Stand with me, sister. Yeah, and then um dips her you know, dips her and kisses her. And that's the Yeah. And Gabriel that cuts to Gabrielle, whose looks Ga- yeah, Gabrielle looks on. on with shall Excuse we Excuse me a second. Uh who do you think whose girlfriend do you think you're kissing? <laughs> yeah. Mrs. I was gonna say Gabrielle looks on with shall we call it shall we pretend it's consternation or should we just outright say she's she's jealous? She's jealous, yeah, that's what it is. She's jealous. absolutely jealous. Yeah. Like that's not it's not yeah. even attempting to pretend not to be, I think. Yeah. Um then there's a quite unnecessary little shot. You of know what? the one I mean? Not really, no. So we're so we're looking at we're looking at Xena and Miss Artifice kind of standing, receiving their applause, and then we suddenly cut to a, a scene from behind them. And Miss Artifice sort of turns slightly and she's carrying instead of a bouquet, it's a cornucopia. And the end oh. of the cornucopia. So there's there's this little don't forget, really a man oh. shot. Yeah, that is unnecessary. I didn't notice that yeah. at all. No, it's yeah. better. You'll you'll see it, and you won't be able to forgive it now. No, yeah. Sorry, this is the show's cancelled now. I mean, yeah. wait a minute. It literally Pro- is problematic. <laughs> no, whatever. Yes. I mean, it's not. You see, it's not clarified what that Miss Artifice's deal is. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? But yeah. Um, so as far as I know, no, I was just looking. I was just looking on the on the wiki there just to check. Um, yeah. I can't find this, so I might have made it up. But as far as I, mm. I'm sure I've read somewhere before that the kiss was Lucy's idea. That fits with what we know of Lucy, I think. <laughs> yeah, and that she really <laughs> wanted to do that, and it was mildly controversial because mm. um, the uh, actor. Karen Dior was HIV positive. Well, that 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 does sit with what we know about Lucy and her. You know, she takes stances on things, and she she doesn't particularly toe a line, does she, to a studio yeah. or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, as far as I know, I can't find any confirmation of that right now. So it might be it might be bullshit. But as far as I know, that was Lucy really wanted to make sure that that scene was in, and cool. it was semi controversial ish. Um, mm. And also, obviously, because it was a feminine presenting character kissing a woman, yeah, and like they can get away with that because oh, but it's really a man. <laughs> it's like later in the later in um, a future season when we have uh, a reincarnation of Xena in a male actor uh, and the reincarnation mm-hmm. of Gabrielle in a female actor, and they get oh, married. Yeah, I'd, yeah, I'd forgotten that. Yeah, yeah. And so it's like, and then like the first thing they do when they realize who they are is they have a kiss, which you're like, which they could do because Zena was in a male yeah. body, you know. Yeah. So yeah, that's interesting. Yes. <laughs> so it's like like ways and, then, and means around it, but it's like a powerfully queer episode, like it, yeah, in every way, is. you know. It is. It's and then only slightly detracts detracts from that as they walk off into the sunset, as they often do on their travels off to their next adventure. 
Gabrielle saying, I, I'm going to call this story Queen for a Day or What a Drag. And you think, yeah, don't. Oh. Yeah, we get it. <laughs> I, I kind of, the last thing I wrote was, and they were doing so well. <laughs> <laughs> but like, this was but 19, okay. this it's is okay. like 1996 or 1997, right? This is, yeah. uh, you know, yeah. you've got to forgive certain little things that would be maybe considered a bit not funny anymore. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, like was, the, there's nothing there's nothing deeply problematic like the it's, unnecessary shot at the end yeah that's that's the thing I yeah. just, hey i tell you we missed it there was a really really nice line when when xena turns up and withdraws from uh-huh. the contest simonia sees her and goes xena what have you done with miss amphipolis <laughs> like, he's so quick on his feet to turn it around so like, Shit, i'm not meant to know she's xena <laughs> simonia's is great done. i sort of wish we'd seen him again yeah yeah, it's fun. I think that we could have a, we could maybe have a, a like a, a spin-off called Salmonius's Drag Race. Yes. Yeah. Miss Artifice as the lead <laughs> judge as well. Yeah. <laughs> Part of the judging uh, team. Anyway, so, um, so yeah, so th- this episode is, I I had kind of been thinking it, it was Miss Congeniality, but as we now know, this came before Miss Congeniality. Mm-hmm. But um, I think we can, we can sum this up and say, Xena says trans rights. Yeah, Zena does say trans rights. Yeah. Damn straight. Yeah. Or gay. Whatever. Damn gay. Well. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. So good episode. <laughs> uh I mean like okay. Like yeah. it's it's entertaining. It's entertaining enough. It's not my favourite. It's not one of my favourites. Mm. Um so you gave the score your score first last time, right? So I, I think I'll give my score first the time yeah. I'm gonna give it a seven. I'm gonna give it an eight. Oh. There you go. I liked it. This this is, you know, we were talking about fanfic and stuff last week, but this this whole patch of this season just feels like golden age Zena to me. So yeah, yeah. I mean, we've good, as, good good solid eight. As I was saying to you earlier, we've got four fucking bangers coming up, like proper yeah golden yeah. age Zena, like perfection. Yeah. You know, oddly enough, you know the tenth anniversary DVD release of Xena yeah. and they had like a few episodes from each season as like the best ones. Yeah. Um there's very yeah. few from season two. Like they're and they're supposed to have been picked by the fans. And I just That's do not get I think me. the I think the mm. only one from season two is a day in the life. Yeah. Um that is a banger. Or That's like good. Return of Callisto maybe as well. But um mm. I was amazed that like Destiny and the Quest weren't in there because to me those are yeah. the episodes from season two. <laughs> but it might just be because yeah. I'm a big old lesbian. <laughs> Because they're pretty well, gay episodes. Let's see. We're, we're coming up. We're coming up to those episodes. Yeah. So we'll 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 find out all about that. So, yeah. um, what was our seven and a half score there? Seven and a half. Seven point five for this episode. Yeah. yeah. So next week we shall return with the first of our uh, homosexual quadrilogy. Uh, <laughs> four really gay episodes Which coming is that, up, guys. <laughs> is that destiny? Is it next week's destiny? Followed by the quest, followed by a necessary evil. Those are really three. That's a really sort of a three parter there. Um, cool. And then the one after that, yeah, something to look forward to. A day in the life, which is also a, a really gay episode. Yeah, that's a corker. <laughs> so you, a little spo- spoilers. We know we're getting quite good scores for the for yeah. those of you. For yeah. those of you who care about scores, for yeah. those of you who think it's 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 possible to do well at Xena and a normal thing to want. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> achievable and desirable to get good scores in Xena studies. All right, we'll see you next week. Bye. <laughs>
Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of A Bard's Eye View with me, Wonko, and her, Professor Flim Flam. Follow us on Twitter at Bard's Eye Podcast and subscribe to us on your podcast app of choice. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon, and of course, on the Podbean app. Feel free to leave us a review, but only if it's a good one. Bye. Hello, I'm Professor Wonko. No, I'm not. Why did you do that? Was that deliberate? Because I'm, I'm not Professor Wonko. <laughs> twat. Right, okay, go on. Start again. Twat. Start your intro again.